0: The Nefesh HaChayim we hold in in of Shardaled. This is the final parak where he talks about the tremendous ma'idahs that a person who learns Torah is able to get to. We spoke spoke about in the previous parak itself a tremendous ma'idah. And that is that the Torah is the key which unlocks, so to speak, all the hidden treasuries of the, of Shemayim, which means it gives the ability to access all the wisdom of the Torah. And now he says a point more than that. He says, okay. If the level of those in Torah is so tremendous, even when they're in this world, which is a world of darkness, it enables them the to reach, or to be able to get the level of Ruach HaKodesh which they can see, so to speak, through a spiritual lens, through a spiritual light. As we saw previously, that Chacham, uh, is greater than a Novi, because he's able to be shown, to be taught, uh, things which were otherwise hidden, and Hashem will show him to teach him Torah. And that in his lifetime, we know the rule is that a tzaddik in death is greater than in life, And not just a little bit, but incomparably so. Once his neshama has satisfied itself with all the Torah and that he managed to accumulate during his lifetime. Then the neshama goes back to Shemaim. Makudosha, sanctified, pure, Kasheh Itna Nakashim gave it. Which means that a person avoided uh, destroying the sanctity or defining the purity of his neshama. And not only is, it given, is the Neshoma going back the way it came down, but with an addition of a Yusra and Ora Torah yada, with the added dimension of the Torah which that person learns and knows, then when that neshama goes back to Shemaim, like we saw previously, all the gates of Shemaim are opened, it can penetrate all the levels of the heavens. And and it connects the person to Hashem. So he said a number of points over here. Number one, the added light of the Torah, which Neshama comes back to Shemayim with, opens up all the gates of Shemaim, enables the person to transcend all the levels of the heavens and connect him to Akkadish Baruch. So he's talking about the Neshama. Now he brings a Midrash, and this Midrash needs explanation. In the video he says the following. It's talking about Moshe Rabbeinu, and we know that Moshe Rabbeinu's face shone. The Pasak tells us or Panav so brightly that Kaisal couldn't look at him. So says the Talmud of the video. And if you're going to say, when Moshe left the world, maybe that radiance left his face after Moshe died. Talmud Laimar, that of the Basuk, which teaches us, there was no Nabi like Moshe who knew Hashem face to face. And what's the idea of knowing Hashem face to face? So it a, draws a comparison. Just like when we talk about the radiance, so to speak, of the Shechinah, it's something which is everlasting. Same thing, the radiance of the face of Moshe went went into him to the base of Lama to his final resting place. And didn't leave him. That's the first point that Tantvay also says. And now the second point Veloy Moshe Bilvad, that mm-hmm. tremendous maila wasn't only for Moshe alone. And a call Tamil Khachum Shaisaq Batara, any Tamil Khachum in Sterra, Mikhat Nusivadak Nusah throughout his life, from his young younger years until his old age. And then he dies, it's not like he died. Who It's like he's really still alive. And this is a pasuk which Abigail told The nefesh of my master should be bound up in the in the connection of life to Hashem. It talks about the talmi who is connected to Hashem. Just like a Kodesh Baruch Hu is everlasting. Similarly, a Tamil Chacham, who spent his whole life learning Torah, even when he dies, it's like he's alive, and it's like he's a dying loy It's like he didn't die and he's still alive. And he's still alive. This Tanit video is very hard to understand. Because he seems to be talking about two different things. Let's think it through together. When we're talking about the first part, and we talk about Moshe Rabbeinu, and he asks, what's going, what happened to Moshe Rabbeinu when he was Nikhas L'Basei What happened to Moshe Rabbeinu when he left this world? And he tells us that Moshe's radiance remains. What are we talking about? Are we talking about Moshe's body or Moshe's neshama? We know that the definition of life is the connection between the body and the neshama, and death is when the two separate and the body stays here and the neshama goes back to Shemaim and now we have a question Did the radiance of Moshe remain with him or leave him? What are we asking? Are we asking on the radiance of Moshe's neshama, Or are we asking on the radiance of Moshe's body? I think you'll agree with me me that it's clear the fact that Moshe's Neshama shall still shone is obvious. If Moshe's Neshama shone so brightly that it even shone through his skin and and people could see, the, so to speak, physically, the shine even through the mask, even through the, so to speak, the barrier of Moshe's skin. So then in Shemaim, Moshe's Neshama shined to an even brighter degree. So there wouldn't be a a minute, maybe after Moshe died his neshama would shine less. So, unless we talking about Moshe's body. Which means, even after he died, Moshe's body, we would think, now the Nishamah is no longer there, and the Nishamah was what was causing it to shine, so maybe now it doesn't shine anymore. Maybe the Nishamah's left, the body just remains without that light, without that glow. And on that, the Talmud video will be telling us the Kiddush. And you're telling us, no, Moshe's body, once it got like, that level of Kedusha, that the Neshama shone through it, but the body retained its glow. And therefore, even after the Neshama left, the body still shines. That would be a Kedush. That would be a Kedush. That's something we'd have to learn from the Hakish, to the Padam Malo. That if you're comparing the face of Moshe, so to speak, to Akkadish then just like by Hashem, the, there is no concept of anything changing, so let's Moshe. And we find a precedent for that. The Gemara talks to us, talks to us in Baba Bashra and Dathlin about Rav Rona, who was, used to check where the Macombs of the basic Forest were, so he could sim- make a symbol to warn the Karni where not to go, and it says he came to Marissa and it says he managed to see the two heels of Adam Arisha. And Adam, who was the handiwork of Hashem himself, it says, even though we're talking thousands of years after his death, it says that his two heels shone like two Galgalai chama. The brightness of Adam's skin was such that his two heels, which is the lowest part of the body, shone like two like two suns. And if that's the case, we understand that for sure, Maheshrabainu, who also merited to get that spiritual so to speak light which emanated from him so Tanah is telling us that that remained with him even after he died which means it remained with his body that we can understand very well but now how does the Lele continue he says it's not just Moshe but every Talmud Chacham who learns Torah throughout his life doesn't really die and even after his de- so to speak his mate it's like he didn't die well what does that mean are we talking about his Neshama that didn't die? Are we talking about his body that didn't die? Because if the simple pshat seems to be that his Neshama remains alive, and his Neshama goes up to Shema'i, and his Neshama is now under the Kisriya covered, what are we comparing the one to the other? Of course, no one is telling us about Moshe's Neshama, we're talking about Moshe's body. And what's, what is, what's the comparison that the Talat video is trying to draw? That if Moshe's neshama, if Moshe's body doesn't change after he died, so not just Moshe, but every Talmid Chacham, his neshama remains alive, and that's always the case. the never died. Why does that need the level that a person learned Torah mikat throughout his youth until his old age? That's the question we could ask on trying to understand this time of video. That's the the continuation of a nefesh I hope you will explain this too. He talks about the neshama of the tzaddik and he says the tispa, his will be satisfied. But zachtoches a'era elyon er agonus. is really the sparks of light, of the Ara elyon, of the spiritual light that there is. Kama maram and he brings a number of quotes from the from the gemaras. The first one is kol tamid chachem oisak b'torah mitzvah any time who learns Torah out of difficulty. So the first uh, thing the Gemara says about someone like that, we saw in the previous is that the power God isn't closed in front of him. The second thing that the Gemara says there is, it says, That he gets satisfied from the Ziv Ashkina. And he brings the pasuk, your eyes will see your teacher, which means in a sense of ruchnius. And another gemara brings the pasuk, I'll be satisfied, to so to speak, a vision of your likeness. And it says that falls sleep from the eyes in this world to the entire, Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Must be from Baruch satisfies him with the ziv in the future. In the third Gemara, he brings Daesh Rabi Yudha, Kala Anybody who blackens his face from learning Torah in this world, the same thing there HaKadosh Baruch Hu is be from the ziv So we see three different quotes from the different Gemaras that he's put together. The first one, a person who learns Torah out of difficulty, out of hardship, is Echid to the Zivashchina. The second one is a person who forces sleep from his eyes and learns Torah even though he's tired and he forces himself to learn. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Him, satisfied from the And the third Gemara is a person who blackens his face to learn Torah, on In this world, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Satisfaction from the Zivashchina. What does it mean to blacken one's face? So we find the same expression in Chazal and Pirkei Rabbi when it's talking about when Rabeliezer came to learn Torah from Rabbi And Rabbi had no food, and that there is is a person gets black from hunger. So we really would explain the Gemara, a person who goes hungry to learn Torah in this world, HaKadosh Baruch satisfies him from the Zivashchina. And if we look at these three, Mamari Chazal, which have been put together, the Nefesh Obviously, we didn't just talk about bring those chazals. We talk about learning Torah. We see a common denominator in all three of them, and that is how much a person, so to speak, foregoes on the physical level in order to learn Torah. Not a person who learns Torah out of comfort and ease and and wealth, but a person who learns Torah out of doyach, out of difficulty. Or a person learns Torah when they're tired and they force themselves not to sleep, or when they're hungry and they force themselves not to eat. What's the mind of learning Torah in a sense like that? And the reward for that we see in all the Chazals is that the Hashem satisfies them from the Zavashkana. So let's explain this with a principle which we've seen before in the Renéb Shachayim already. We know that everything in the Bria needs to be sustained by HaKadosh Barucho, both physical Nebraim as like people and animals and also non-physical Nebraim such as Malach. The only difference is that things which exist in the physical world need physical sustenance whereas things which exist in a spiritual world they also need some form of nourishment from a cottage particle but it's not in a physical sense malachim don't eat food rather they get a certain spiritual so to speak her aura which keeps them ex- which gives them existence from hasha and then we know that's the death of the pasuk that a person doesn't live, isn't nourished just by physical food, but rather the Well, the Kodesh Baruch Hu wants the person to live, and that Kayach of life, which Hashem gives, for physical things, He translates it into the, 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 the food that a person needs, or the necessities physically that a person needs, that becomes the way through which Hashem gives them life. And now the Kaddish of all these three G'mores that we just saw is that if a person is willing to sacrifice a certain amount of physical chiyos in order to learn Torah so then they get Hashem doesn't take away their life for that but rather gets replaced with a chiyos which comes from the source of life and the source of life like we saw previously is the Torah that's the Mekarachai a khios, that's the source of life and when a person is willing to forego a physical so to speak way to get life be it sleep, be it food, wherever it's going to be, in order to learn Torah, so then they don't get less life. They don't get less life. Rather, they get the life from the spiritual source of where life comes from, from the Torah itself. And what's the symbol that a person is being given life from the source of life, rather than just from the physical means through which Hashem normally sends life? And that is the Zisod we said before, the Ziv. The the splendor, the shine. The spiritual life force is what we call R, and when a person connects to that spiritual life force, so it has an effect. It makes the person shine too, and that's what it means. Hashem will satisfy them from the zivah shenah. become in place of what they for, they they chose to forego, food or whatever physical necessity is was to learn they're not going to go hungry. They're not going to miss life for that. Hashem, instead of that, will satisfy them with life from its holy origin, from its source in kedusha. And the the way that that's visible is by the or, by the light which comes which the person to. because that shows that they're being sustained from a source of life of light, not a source of life of physical food. And where do we learn this from? The answer is from Moshe himself. Moshe Rabbeinu was the best example of a person who went up to Shemayim and for 40 days and for 40 nights he didn't eat and he didn't drink and he didn't sleep. And he was still a human being. And a human being needs sustenance and the truth is even Malachim needs sustenance. And, but a human being normally needs physical sustenance. So how did Moshe survive on the on the mountain for 40 days and nights without eating or drinking or sleeping? And the answer is he was the epitome of this principle of a person who chose to Give up the physical way, the physical life that people need in order to learn Torah. And in place of that, Hakadosh Baruch Hu him from the Torah. Hakadosh Baruch Hu sustained him in a spiritual way. Moshe didn't go hungry for 40 days, but Moshe wasn't satisfied with food. And what was the, what, how was that shown? How did, how did it make itself known that Moshe had survived, so to speak, in a, from a spiritual life, not from a physical one? The answer is from the R. the Zivashkina. That shows that the person is to get life from a spiritual source. And that's why when Moshe comes down the mountain after those 40 days, Ki Koran Moshe's face is shiny, so brightly no one could look at him. Because Moshe had been Zechah to be sustained from the source of life, which is Ruchni. It's a tremendous concept. We talk about the Malachim also as being like a light. Flashes of lightning, that Mahavi describes it. They also zeichot to her life from the aura Elion, And because of that, they also they radiate that light. And when a person is zeichot to learn Torah, but not just to learn Torah, when a person is zeichot to learn Torah in a way which sacrifices the way that he would get life physically, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu pays him back by giving him life which comes from the Koyach of the Torah. And that's called being satisfied from the Ziva That's a tremendous principle. That's a tremendous principle. Like we said, the best example of Moshe himself, but it's not limited just to Moshe. That's the introduction to the topic we want to the the And that's why he brings these three Gomorrahs. Because these three Gumaras show us all the same idea. And that is when a person is able to connect to a spiritual life force. by through Torah when they give up a physical life, so to speak, a physical source of life to the Torah, and this is the way Akkadish Bar pays them back. And now having done the Lord that Matishaim brought, let's go back to the Tonad video that he quoted before. And it says that Moshe's face shone from that hour of the Torah that Moshe sustained himself with when he was in Shemaim. And Now the Tonad video's question we understand very well. When Moshe Rabbeinu goes back to Shemham, so does that shine remain with his body, or is it from his neshama, and then it will leave his body and stay with his neshama? And on that the that teaches us that that remained with Moshe's body. It makes a hekesh, and that is that the panim of Moshe, the face physically of Moshe, which shone, it remained shining. The effect of the urshomara didn't change. It didn't change even after he died. And based on that, we understand the next point. The continuation of what Taleb Shachem said at the beginning. And that is, if that's the effect of the Torah that it has on the person, even Ba'ulah Maziah HaKhoshach, then we can understand how much more effect the Torah has on the person in the world to come, where everything is judged by OR. And that's why a person who learns Torah, the Koyach of the Torah, the first point, is it connects a person to that OR in a much greater sense. But in the meantime, let's talk about the second part of the time video And he said that it's not Moshe Bilvad, but every time he spends his whole life from his youth until his old age learning Torah, so he's zoghah to live, and even after his died he's still called alive. What does that mean? So he said, it can't be talking about the Neshama, because the Neshama of a person doesn't die. It doesn't, even if a person didn't learn Torah his whole life, his Neshama won't die. While, I must be talking about the person's body I must be talking about the person's body because normally death means that the Nishama leaves the body and then the body dies that's what we call death and then if that's the case for a person who lived his whole life he also left his body so in what way doesn't the body die? what is it meant to refer to? and the answer is that what the the, what Tonveliyah was teaching us is that by Moshe it was visible. The light of the Torah which was Mechayim Moshe and left an indelible impression on his face. That was something which everybody could see because Moshe got to the level that he was sustained just from that aura. And he made it something which lit up his face because the light, the chiyos the, the the, the which came from the hour of the Torah. Whereas for somebody else who learns Torah maybe it wasn't with that same serious nephish and it wasn't at the expense of not having to eat or drink or anything else like we saw. And for them, we don't necessarily see that light on their face. But there's a time old. you should know that it applies to them too. Everybody who spent his life learning Torah connects to the hour of the Torah. And if a person connects to the hour of the Torah, so then they do have to some level a connection to that source of life. And what's the difference that it makes? That when a person connects to that source of life in this world so then that source of life remains with his body. bar Moshe Rabbeinu was the the highest level it was the pinnacle of that achievement that his body retained its shine even after his Neshamah left but for everybody as much as there was Zerchah to connect to that source of life of Rukhnias so that, that's, that connection remains with the body even after a person's Neshamah leaves and because of that, it's To a certain extent, they're not completely died because there's still a connection to the chiyos, which comes from the Torah that the person lent in his lifetime. And it from the fact as much as the person was nizan, was sustained by Torah in his lifetime, so then that remains. That connection remains. And that's the point if you look at the pasuk, for nefesh adonit Hashem The nefesh Sometimes it's just used as a term for the entire spiritual dimension of a person. But if we're being accurate, we spoke about the nephesh, we spoke about this many times in the nefesh Shachai, as referring to the part of the spiritual part of a person which remains attached to their body. And we know that the Vilna says that when a person dies, it's the Ruch and the Risham which go back to Shemaim, and the nefesh which remains here where the body is. And that's why the, the tombstone of a tzaddik is called Osim the la tzaddikim. It's a place for the nefesh to reside, and it remains there until the body is eochit utchiyasemes. And what chiyas does the nefesh have? How can the nefesh be tzara b'tzara hachim? That's the koyach that the Torah gives. And that is that even the physical part of the person which remains here hasn't lost its connection to life. And how does that become evident? When the neshama is not there, the body is lying lifeless in the cavern. And the answer is that that's what enables the body to rise against the If it has a connection to life, it's not completely dead. And if it's not completely dead, then when HaKadosh Baruch wants to bechaid the body, then the body comes back to life. Whereas if Chis the body would be completely dead, so then the, the, the concept of Chir, of resurrection, doesn't work the same way. And if we understand this point, then it's now Mishnah through Faresha Gemara. And the Gemara says in Ksivus, when it's talking about the fact that the shkus that a person needs in order to deserve to come back with Chios Even though Maisim Tevimim and mitzvahs and other things a person can do can get rewarded, but the shkus for Chios Amesim is specifically learning Torah. And that's why originally the Gemara says in Ksivus, and Rabbi also wanted to say, that if a person has no connection to Torah, then he won't get up at Chios Ameisim. Why? Because the connection to the Chios, which is the source of life, of Torah, is only to learning Torah. And when a person learns Torah, then they're considered still to alive because it's still that connection to life. And if a person had no connection to Torah, then they're missing that connection to life. And where does the person learn this from? The person says, the Gemara says in Service, that only a person learns Torah is known to Chios because a person who touched, who is connected to the light of Torah, it's the light of Torah which brings them back to life, that's the same aura here, it's the same aura which can be evident in a person's countenance and their face, that, that shines with that aura of Torah, but even if they aren't on that level, that they have the shine, the radiance of the Torah, at least it's on the level of being established by Torah. Um, that there's a connection to that oratorial which will ensure that the person will, has a prayer which will bring them back to life as well. That's the Nebuchadnezzar Chaim teaching us. That the ability to connect to the chiyus of Torah, what he calls the oratorial, that's a chiyos which remains with the person. Just like my Moshe Bena, didn't get lost so too by every tzaddik. So to be every Britannic, it doesn't get lost. So It could be his neshama is under the Chesiyah COVID. But it doesn't mean that the body is lost at Chesiyah. And the relevance of that is that it's not completely dead. And therefore, it's still Rahi, Be'ez HaShem, Pat and COVID.